This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 119, starting with confidence with Brittany Rattel. Hey guys, I'm Becky Higgins, and with me is my friend and co-host Becky Proudfit. Hello. What's up? And we are thrilled to be with you and to share with you all things Brittany Rattel. You guys. She is a party. Brittany Rattel is a good time. She, she is. is brilliant <laughs> and one of the most talented dancers I've ever seen because she dances with reckless abandon. It's <laughs> the most beautiful thing. She seriously is one of those people that just being around her, you feel her energy and she is kind of incredible. She is kind of getting incredible. And that's one of the things I like about her. She's such a party when you you're around her, you feel that positive energy. You just want to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And yet she's so highly intelligent as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like you, Becky Proudfit. Oh, (laughs) you're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) But it's just such a fun combination. And she also just feels like your dearest friend. Yeah. That is the magic of Brittany. So this, this episode is really special because, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dreaming that happens Mm -hmm. in the good way. A lot of inspiration, a lot of inspiration, a lot of big picture thinking, a lot of like, I want to do this. I want to be that. And when it comes to those who really feel like that, they've got that entrepreneurial spirit specifically, it can also feel really daunting because you might feel totally inspired about what to do and not have a clue how to do it. Right. Now there's a lot of facets to this, right? You can take this from a lot of different angles. We can speak from lots of experience with that and talk to a million people about it. Mm-hmm. Today's episode is really specifically coming from Brittany's perspective on all things legal. Now that's yeah. kind of like the, a lot of people are like, <laughs> no, thank you. I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it. Or maybe it. I don't need it. A lot of people think they yes. don't need it. True. But what they don't understand is what Brittany teaches literally is your scaffolding to take your dream and your purpose and create a reality with it, not just for yourself, but so that it can actually help other people. Mm-hmm. And she helps you help others. She does. And she's a gift for that. She does. So before we share that episode, that conversation with you, I have a little review to read. Sound good? Yes. All right. We love these. You guys are so generous. Okay. This comes from JJ Bramwell. And she says, I love this podcast. I don't know these women in real life, but I love that they truly make listeners feel known and loved and encouraged in every episode. They share light and truth as well as reality. Winky face. (laughs) I really enjoy listening to and following them. They also have amazing guests who share inspiring insights and ideas. If you are looking for someone to cheer you on and also encourage you to be a better version of yourself, the Beckys have got it covered. So sweet because she gets it it, that it is about being the better version of yourself because you are enough exactly as you are. We say this over and over, but the mission, part of the mission of Cultivate a Good Life is to take what you already know and what you're already about and who you already are and just become even better, Mm -hmm. a better version of you. Become more yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Become the version of yourself that is empowered And that um, is living in complete alignment with everything you are. Yep. And and even closer to the potential that you have, that all of you guys have. So thank you for that sweet review. And we're going to share this, um, all of this Brittany goodness with you in just a moment. But first, a quick word from this week's sponsor. I can't tell you how many people have told us that they've become actual notebook snobs since using (laughs) our simple notebooks and that they refuse to use any other notebook. Flattering as that is, you may wonder how on earth something so simple can feel so extraordinary to so many. Well, the size is perfect. 
the paper's perfect, mm -hmm. your pens don't bleed through, the quality is impeccable, and the spiral binding is just the right size for your favorite pen. Not only that, but each notebook design has a very special story behind it. And around here, we are all about stories. Of course, we know that the very best part of the notebooks is how our customers are putting them to good use. From keeping track of lists and goals to full-blown places of journaling, one of our favorite things is seeing that most customers pick up extra notebooks for gifting because these are so fantastic and easy to have on hand. Seriously, who doesn't love a new notebook, right? We both literally have gifted dozens and dozens of notebooks over time. You can find these beauties at beckyhiggins.com. You'll see the notebooks right there on the homepage. Remember, you always get free shipping in the continental U.S. after you spend $35 in the shop. Brittany in the house. <laughs> what? Yes. It's not like we should just kick that off like a party. I really appreciated that, Rebecca, if I'm being honest. Well, thank you. Thank you, and you're welcome. Sometimes we have some heavy topics, you know? Sometimes mm -hmm. we have some stuff that's, like, harder to talk about or more of a serious nature because it needs to be, um, you know, it deserves more reverence. And today, we're just going to have a good time. We're going to have a lot of fun, and we've asked Brittany to be here with us because she has something that we really feel should be shared. Um, she has a, a great deal of knowledge and experience. And so welcome to the show, Brittany. Thank you so much. It is such a huge honor to be here with you ladies. I yeah. wish you could see what she's wearing head to toe. Brittany always <laughs> brings it. She has the cutest clothes. She is always so on point and so like her signature look. She mm. owns it and she is precious. That's Subtle, right? right? I mean, that's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the words you would say. I, I mean, love it. You no. are so Brittany. No. I love it. I want I all your clothes. Yeah. So, you know, Brittany and she's back. Yeah. yeah and she's back. Here <laughs> she's actually never went away. That's, that's well, you know, the flavor, flavor of 80s names. So. And let me yeah. talk about Brittany Rattel's dancing ability. Would you please? This is not like your average dancer, okay? This is like I would hire her to be in a music video. Oh my gosh, kind of stop. Nice. I am not a skilled so dancer. I'm you an, are too. No, I'm an enthusiastic dancer. There's a difference. Yeah. I, okay, I believe just there's be skill. I mean, I haven't viewed it with my own eyes, but I, I agree with you. For Like, I would say that about myself. I'm, there's no skill, but I can be enthusiastic. Right. I can <laughs> oh, bring it. Kind of like singing. Exactly. It's just, it goes from the heart out, and you just have to realize, yeah, let's let's get down. No, there was <laughs> there was some dance battling um, going on with a, with a previous client of mine recently. Oh, so. oh for real? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it so much. And because you're an attorney, we will not be speaking to who your client is, of course. No, no. It was she me. Has no, that. no, it was you. It was everybody, you know? I mean, because that's, I mean, they, I, yeah, that's as they teach you in law school, professional networking 101, right? Yeah. Mm, so there you go. Well, let's, let's talk about that, that legal background you have. And, and if you will, please go ahead and share your background, your story, and what brought you to this point of what you're doing. What exactly is this work and who do you mostly serve? Yeah, definitely. So um, I went to law school at BYU and graduated and had my first baby um, and really felt called to go to law school. Wasn't sure why. I thought maybe it'd have something to do with helping women and children. I really thought maybe that was oh, wow. my, what I was supposed to do. Um, I had done some work overseas and development work, humanitarian work, and mm. was a kind of exploring some of that. Um, but as I graduated, I really, if I wanted to use my degree, and, and I passed the bar um, and felt like I needed to do that then, I really can only work for myself. I mean, I was pretty unemployable with a newborn, and mm. I really wanted to have, you know, the flexibility was my top priority. So I did some other practice areas, but I kept on getting asked by friends saying, hey, would you look this over? I, I know you don't do this, but can you look over this contract? I'm, I'm working with a big brand, and now I'm an influencer and starting to make money, or I have an Etsy shop, and now I'm having a larger site. Can you mm -hmm. help me with this? And how do you start an LLC? Um, 
And eventually, I started really getting these these promptings, these stirrings in my heart that um, I was supposed to be more in this space mm. to help women. Um, I had so many friends who were passionate and talented and wanted to help um, share their talents and gifts and solve problems and contribute to their families and communities and bottom line, um, but yet maybe didn't have traditional business training and certainly didn't have the legal training or know how to how to help. So um, it's interesting because so my husband, when he was coming up kind of in business, he was part part of a, a, a summer sales company. And I remember there being when that was like a really popular thing to do. I remember we had to be really careful legally and like how we set up our finances. And yes. the, quite a few people that we knew ended up getting like in some serious hot water because they didn't set it up. And the reason I bring that up is because as industries change and we find new innovative ways to make money, to be honest, um, the legality behind it is unknown. And you need people like you because influencer marketing is very much in that same realm. It's relatively new to the scope of like how commerce works and right. and we're like kind of on in the wild wild west but it leaves you open to some serious liability and especially if you're just someone trying to you know have a voice or have a platform and make some money for your family it can really wipe you out yeah uh, and you need to make sure you're setting it up yeah properly. just setting it up and even just making sure that you have options and that you have doors that are not being closed in front of you so you know obviously there's a lot that I do when I help clients one-on-one -on -one as their lawyer that we look at okay what are some things that we do when we need to tighten up your contracts protect your revenue streams but my probably my favorite part of my job is when we're looking forward and I say what do you really want to do in your mm -hmm. job what's your big dream you know if you yeah. want the book if you want the show if you want to be have a physical product or do retreats or coaching someday, let's make sure that we are setting things up so that those doors are still open and that we protected your name and your brand, your content, all the stuff that you've been building up and that, you know, that means so much to you. I know it does. You know, you've, it's become such a visceral part of who you are and how right. you serve people that that deserves to be protected with love. Not because you're a scaredy cat and afraid, but because you love your business baby. And so we want yeah. to take care of her. Yeah. Well, that's a perfect segue into what we wanted to have you talk about is we've got, it, we know that we have listeners who really do have either a specific idea or thought, or they have just kind of that general stirring of like, I'm supposed to do something. I want to do something. I want to find a piece of myself Mm -hmm. um, either for the first time in my life or yet again in my life. Like I want to, I love being this other person. I love being a wife and a mom, for example. Um, not that that's everybody's story, but that's a common story. Like I love my family and I also know that there's something else. And so kind of going back where Why you is left that so off. hard to say? Why? As you mm -hmm. hear, as you I, I hear, um, I think as women, I just want to like, as you said that so eloquently, I want to like take a moment and stop and, and use that as an example it is okay to want more. It is okay to not even need more financially, but just want something else. Yes. It's okay. It doesn't make you a bad wife, a bad mom, a bad woman. It doesn't make you any of those things. Um, there are so many different reasons um, for engaging and starting a business or just going down that road to explore if there's something more for you to do. And it, there's just so many reasons. And I think sometimes as women, we have a really hard time saying, like, if we're not in a financial crisis, like... I just really want a business. I just want it. And you know what? I don't think that you even have to 
explain it to really anyone if you don't want to. I mean, mm. I think that's that's what's in your heart and your mind, and that's the way that maybe you're being prompted and led to do certain ways, and they don't even need to all make sense right now. Or you need they usually you, don't. Yeah, yeah, and you don't need to true. see the path from A to Z. You can only just you know you can I think move forward with confidence and just knowing. I just want to do the next. It's like let's channel our inner frozen let's, here. The next uh, right thing. Yes, yes, they can do that. Do the, the next, next right thing. thing. It's like yes. I'm with some Disney princesses. Um, no, <laughs> just one, but just yeah, one. <laughs> just one. But yeah, I mean, I think, and I and I totally yeah. agree with you, Becky. That I think as women, uh, as women in a faith that values motherhood and mm-hmm. values being in the home and what important, incredible work that goes there, we also need to be okay with the idea of raising your hand and say, I also have some other interests and pursuits and dreams, um, and I want to move forward with them. And the importance is to position yourself. Sorry, Beck, I totally interrupted you. Oh, but, you're good. Um, the, the importance is to position yourself, and that's what really all this work is about, is you can't start moving forward until you position yourself towards that. So really examining like if that is something you want. If you're having nudges and stirrings in your heart it's important to position yourself to make sure that you are able to accomplish the things you want to accomplish and I love that you brought it up because we did a whole episode about positioning yourself Mm -hmm. with that very thought in mind so we'll link to that in the show notes but you know let's talk about the next right thing the next best thing somebody who has an idea they have a thought or a stirring or they do really they're excited they're pumped they're ready to listen to soak all in that Brittany has to share what is the next thing? What's the, or I should say, what's the first thing when there's that thought and that idea, the seed's been planted? What is the first step that I should consider taking if I want to explore possibilities in front of me? Right. I think the, the, the great first step to place to start is to look at what do I like doing? And I think it's to really look inside yourself to Mm -hmm. be kind of, you know, um, introspective, do a little self-discovery and to think about what is it that um, I like to doing? What do I like to share? What are maybe some of my secret sauce, my superwoman skills that I um, am naturally finding myself called to do and maybe have been doing in in different ways? So I think... Please keep in mind it doesn't have to look like cooking. No, no, or, no. You know, amazing recipes. It or could be. I'm, I'm a really great listener. Yeah, I'm good at asking good questions. I'm good at explaining maybe difficult or hard to do things. I'm good at breaking steps down and teaching. Yeah. I'm good at uh, you know. I'm good at music. I'm good at photography. Um, I really enjoy uh, solving and doing research and solving people's problems. I'm good at reviewing gear and giving. I'm that person that everyone comes to when they need a recommendation for something. I'm right. Great examples. Yeah. yeah just so really think, be, think outside the box in terms of what is it that I in my I would do if I if no one was paying me to do it. And I would right? still do it. That's a great mm-hmm. first place to start. I really like that you said that. Yeah. So exam. So some self examination. Really ask yourself those questions. Or maybe like if someone was to describe you like what what would be the thing that they're like oh you want to know good restaurants go ask proud fish yeah that's the thing like, think yeah. about when you leave the room and there's kind people who are saying nice things about you, you yeah. what do they say what's their thing that they know you for or that you're the go-to girl for somebody's gonna not know how to answer that question for themselves well, right what's my go-to thing yeah so maybe ask some trusted friends maybe that's ask what i was some gonna suggest is yeah. just make sure that you like it don't don't feel like people don't know you because people your closest people are totally right. gonna know this because you know what i think my go-to thing is that i've realized people come to me when they want a pep talk people mm. want to come to me when they mm-hmm. want to be told when they want to use 
borrow my courage to know that they actually can do the thing that they want to do that they're scared to do mm-hmm. right that's what they come to me well for. and that's you also delicious food and also laughing, a lot of other things and, and also a lot of yes sarcasm you know dancing yeah, and sarcasm, sarcasm. Yeah. Yeah. perhaps strings. some frozen two breaking out into songs <laughs> exactly. moments it's all you know it's going to be a big business card where i have to set all that stuff on <laughs> profit you are every woman right i'm just <laughs> ridiculous is what i am they well, come to me for ridiculous so we come to you for ridiculousness but you know that mm-hmm. right no but but seriously though you realizing and figuring figuring that out about yourself. I don't think you knew that about yourself, say, five or six years ago. I, I, I right? might even say a year ago Okay, you know, when we came. We're at Alt Summit recording. And when I came to Alt Summit a year ago, I was still figuring out, like, what is it that people come thing? to me for? Like, yeah, what is right. it that I have a gift for and that I really love doing? Yeah. And that's what it is. But it took moving forward. It took yes. trying some things to know, like, you're. I'm never going to be the girl you come to to know how to organize your house. Like, that's not... I can teach you. That is correct. I can teach yeah, you correct, correct principles. <laughs> also, not me. That's organized right? with Tracy. That my husband's yes. obsessed with her. So I can yeah. teach. I can teach you a class and and tell you tell you all the right things in a snarky way that will make you laugh and be yes, enjoyable. That is true. Yes. But no, you're not going to come to my home and learn how to organize your pantry for me. But you can be entertained by Becky making fun of me in the ways that I choose to organize my life. Yeah, you know what? Correct. We need we need it all. We need all those voices right. yes, in the choir. We so. do. Yeah. Okay, so step one, like really ask yourself, what do I really love to do? But there's so much more than that isn't there yes okay and then so my next I would say my next step two would be what is a problem that you can solve or that you'd like to try to solve that people will pay money to have solved the second part of that question is probably the most important part because also hard to answer because you're not going to think anyone will pay you for anything no and but they will um but you need to start then doing kind of what they would call like validating your idea so kind of starting to talk to people about hey is this also something that you've struggled with or going to the places where people are talking about this problem so that means talking in person but also probably doing online research so going mm-hmm. to the forums and the Facebook groups and wherever the communities are there people are having these discussions of having these problems and listening and listening to the way they describe problems in their words because it may be different than what you have in your perspective yeah. and then also trying to consider is this a problem that people want solved at a certain price point and does that price point make sense you know if people are like oh I really want a way to organize my photos for example um and if you ask someone oh okay what is it that you're willing to spend on that oh well you know, only, you know, $5. Okay, well, then plan in your mind what's a $5 product that fits that need. But, you know, mm. don't come at it at an angle, well, I have this big, you know, large system that will solve that. And that, that might be for someone else, yeah. but they need to have matching in that area in terms of, and I would, my advice would be to start smaller, go with that minimal viable product, which is mm-hmm. a fancy way of saying start small Test it, listen, see how people respond to it before you invest a lot of time and resources and beautiful branding and the gorgeous website and everything else. Um, Because a lot of times, yeah, you just need to go and get it out there and start launching and start seeing what's going to happen. I'm really glad you brought that up because there is a tendency that a lot of people may have, um, hypothetically speaking, (laughs) to be sure that all of the ducks are in a row in a really big way so that your first impression is... Perfect. Yes. Is right? I am legit. Everything is yeah. curated. Yes. yes. Everything is yeah. picture perfect. And and certainly there are spaces depending on what you're offering right, and right. who you're and what price point, especially, mm-hmm. that people there's an expectation there you need to serve. But um but I think yeah, you need to be very thoughtful in your resources. Um and also not stop yourself to think that well, I can't afford that right now. I can't afford a big beautiful website. That's fine. You yeah. know, start having the conversation though, yeah. you know. Go mm-hmm. back to our friend, our delightful friend Jody Moore, who we love so much she started recording her podcast in a parking garage on her phone exactly and she always says give yourself permission to write a b-minus book 
right? Mm-hmm. Don't B- be afraid work. of the B minus product because a B minus product is so much better than a product that's not there. Right. That's, that's on, that's in your head, mm-hmm. you know, that's sitting at home on your office floor because at some point you, you need to ship it. Yes. Yeah. You need to get it out because yep. the greatest product in the world, the greatest idea and solution in the world, if it's not out, if you're mm-hmm. not marketing, if you're not talking about it, then it doesn't solve anybody's problems. It's well, not helping you. It's not helping them. And I don't think you can create a A plus product right out the gate. It's no. the B minus product and the feedback from that that brings you to the A plus. Like as much as you think you can do all the things and you're the master of the universe and you can create a perfect solution, like you can't because you're one person with one experience, right? So you're one mere mortal woman. Darn Give it, darn it all, right? <laughs> well, the yeah. part of the other beautiful part about this that I've experienced with my journey is that I knew I knew I had the solution. I created a, a solution for from a problem that I had and also understood from a lot of a lot of experience in this industry. And so when I did that though, I did it in the best way that I knew how at the time. And then it wasn't and this is pre logo. So yeah. I actually did follow that advice that you're sharing with people. Like I didn't worry about the logo yet. I just did put the product out there. Yeah. And it was through putting the product out there that we figured out pretty quickly how to refine it so that it made more sense. Exactly. And so that's kind of the point that I want to make sure that we're driving home is what you're going to put out for the first time is probably not going to be the perfect thing. No. You're going to It's like the first wedding dress you try on. <laughs> you don't yeah. know what you don't want until you start trying things yeah. on and, and you it's figure exciting out what you want. and it's beautiful, but you you don't necessarily need to stop there. they're all beautiful dresses they are exactly. just got to find the right one for you yeah, that's right you do, for but sure. put it out I there that and start getting that feedback right out of my butt i no. want well, you to know that that just well i'm right shocked out. because no. you never have these amazing analogies come no. on now you I, I especially understand the wedding dress it's funny my my sister does like custom bridal stuff and she's oh. always talking to people and they're always like well i know but i and it's funny people want what's normal in terms of this is what i'm supposed to seek out this is a normal yes. routine yeah this is how you do this and I just want to challenge that a little bit that you, this is all so new. And like, this is a new landscape we're dealing with in terms of digital media and online business. And mm-hmm. the barriers to entry are way down because people don't need a warehouse. They don't need a truck and they, they don't, don't need, need a budget staff. of employees. Yeah. They don't need all the staff. So they don't need this fancy, expensive, you know, business model all mapped out like mm-hmm. you would if you had to go get your loan, you know, yeah, totally. which is great in most ways. Now there's a little bit when my lawyer hat comes on yes. and I'm like, we still need to think about not using other people's things that we're not allowed to. And to like, even with your point about the logo, um, you know, I've been known to tell people who come to me and are like, I want to trademark this. This is a great thing. And I'm like, you're not ready yet. You know, I say that with love and respect, but go, go test your concept. Make sure you love this branding and that this is what's resonating and whatnot, right. because um, it's, this is just a support for what it is that's solving the problem. But the logo is not what sells people. Right. It's it's really it's just marking it once you already have a good thing that you know is working and that you want to invest in and move forward yeah. with. So yeah. So you talked about a uh, sweet spot and and these steps that we're talking about and it's you know discovering for yourself what it is that you love. You also want to balance that with what will people actually buy, pay money pay for, for pay money yeah. for right. Yeah. And so what is how do people identify the sweet yeah, spot? Yeah, and I think that the other third like of it is like a Venn diagram. So we had our first circle, we had our second, and now our third, and we're gonna. Be look at that sweet spot in the middle is what is something that you're good at you know like Mm -hmm. what is like you you have we have the things that like we like to do um, and doing some self-discovery there but I think that the other thing is what are you good at and what are you seeing a hole in that you need to be fitting there right there and asking yourself kind of that how am I differentiating from other people you know because I see a lot of clients who come and they they just uh, themselves I'm just Mm -hmm. I'm just a blogger. I just have a little Etsy shop. I just have, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. like, first of all, you're not a just. 
you're doing it. You're a business owner. You're an entrepreneur. That's awesome. Like, let's Wonder Woman pose that and yeah. embrace that for what it is. Um, and also, you don't have to, you know, be so worried that just because someone else is doing it, that you also can't do it because no one can do it like you can. You know, no one else can be and sell it like Becky can. Okay, people can have a similar offering or service or message right. or platform, but you're still not going to approach it with the same special gifts and perspective that you can. So. Right. Yeah, you need to give yourself some power and some credit there. Abundance is beautiful. And let's remind remind everybody, mm-hmm. like, there's, there's enough room for success and experience and yes. trying things out for everybody, yeah. for sure. There truly is. Mm-hmm. And I'll add to that that just because it hasn't been done before or it hasn't been done successfully before by someone else doesn't mean that you can't do it. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we're like, well, wait, these are the kinds of businesses that are successful. Like, these are the kind of influencers or product makers that are successful so I'm going to follow their model right sometimes that works yeah but guess what there's a lot of things separate from that that can work that have never been tried before or haven't been tried in the right way or haven't been tried by you quite honestly yeah so don't be afraid to think outside the box to tweak it a little bit and not only look for because you know your your beautiful brain like Miss Jody Moore teaches us is is going to look for evidence of what is already found you know to keep you safe but you know, if you're an entrepreneur or business owner wanting to start something new, it's not going to be great information because if you're only looking for what's already existing, you're only going to have to be, you're limited to the portfolio that's in your mind of the things you've seen done. Mm. And especially if you're looking for what you've done, it's probably going to be a shorter list. You know, you have to be the one to convince your brain, I'm okay. I'm safe. I can move forward with confidence. I don't know how to do all these things, but I knew how to do the next right thing. Or I'm going to figure it out. Bring it, Elsa. Thinking. Oh, no, it's not Elsa. It's Anna. Anna. Excuse me. It is Anna. Anna. Bring it, Anna. Um, The portfolio in your brain. I just wanted to lock (laughs) that in my head real quick. When you said that, I'm like, that is what it is. Oh, my gosh. That's totally what Because your brain's like, no, no, no. We've never, you know, pitched somebody. What does that look like? Mm -hmm. Or, yeah. But again, going back to your point, the object of your brain is to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we automatically discredit um, our experiences. We actually were in a class about this. Uh, I don't remember what class it was, but it was talking about um, how to take your skills and the things that you always naturally do and turning it into like vernacular for your resume. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really fun exercise, whether or not you're starting something to like really give your give yourself a resume of like what you do, because you can just changing the verbiage of what your day to day is. Um, literally will show you like what the heck you're made of exactly i mean i hear from women all the time oh i'm not good with numbers i'm not good with negotiating i'm like do you have a toddler right (laughs) then yeah you actually are i'm sure quite good at negotiation now whether you've approached that whether it's a contract back and forth a dispute maybe not but the principles are the same it's just we're you know we're just elevating it a little bit in terms of the discussion but if you can kind of convince yourself in your mind that wait i i have done some stuff like this before and i can do this and it's only a discussion. It doesn't say anything about me personally, about who I am or mm-hmm. my weaknesses or theirs. Um, yeah. You know, if you can detach yourself a little bit of that, give yourself a little pep talk, Rachel Hollis, power pose, whatever you need to do, right? you know, I I think you'll be in a better position. Yeah. Also, as an advocate for documenting, I just got to say that I think it's worth putting to pen to paper on this oh, too. Oh, for sure. Lutely, We're right? talking yes. resume. We're talking like yeah, legit resume. Yeah. Like yeah. write yourself a resume. Right. right. And if, it, if you chicken scratch it on a notebook page, that's fine too. But also... So pull out the laptop, open up right. a new document and type Absolutely. it out. I think that there's 
not I think. I know that there's power in words. And so actually putting the words mm-hmm. on paper, you're validating in yourself like I am good at this. I do have this experience. This has been what I yes. I I've experienced. And I think that putting that in writing is just more helpful to yourself. It serves you well right. in this process. And so let's take it then. You've you've painted that beautiful picture of these three circles and overlapping kind of finding that sweet spot sweet spot, excuse me. But I want to I want to ask you, in your experience with helping people get started, you've seen a lot of mistakes that have been made. I've made them as a business owner, right? Like people make mistakes, but in those beginning stages, if somebody were to come to me and say, okay, I want to start this thing, like what's your best advice? I already know off the top of my head, just from my own experience, not as an attorney. Right. Let me tell you what, make sure, and I've got like my short list that I've shared with many people yes. as I've been asked, but you are the real expert. Yes, and, and I so do I startup love- law. Yeah, yes. so I mean, um, for me, I usually say um, we want to set up the business correctly and get you on a good foundation and protect the revenue stream um, and then protect your whatever your um, your thing is that you're going to be moving forward with. And so what that usually looks like is I do highly suggest that people set up an LLC. So mm-hmm. um, And I know everyone's like, well, I'm not making enough money or this and this. Or mm-hmm. I talked to my accountant and they gave me some bad advice because yeah. accountants are in charge of numbers and keeping costs low but not necessarily watching your back. Like we're just – we do different right. things. Um and the reason why I like setting up your limited liability company so much is because it, it gets you in some really great habits. Because when you go and do that, usually the next thing that you want to do is also set up your business bank account mm-hmm. and you get like a business credit card mm-hmm. and you start keeping track of your money yep. that's coming in and coming out. And it's very difficult if you are not keeping track of that for you to be making good, wise choices and be a good steward of your time, your energy, and is this a good investment? Am I, you know, and for you even to start to start advocating for yourself, if you're needing help from your partner, if you're going to need help in resources and childcare and allocating the way that your life's look and responsibilities, yeah. I think you, you need more awareness of your numbers there. And so you're going to need to at least be make, you know, best friends, investing. And I will say setting up an LLC and a bank account and what she's talking about is so easy. It's so easy. Like it is dumb yeah. easy. Like it literally takes almost no money and like, 20 minutes of your time like it is just not no a difficult thing people to do. make it to be this big task right. and uh, people come to me and what's to my name of my llc be it doesn't even matter right you know it can be a boring legal name or it could be the actual like business forward facing yeah. you know cute name that you want going forward mine has mine's a totally random name yeah and if it's a totally random name then it means you just file like a doing business as or a mm-hmm. fictitious totally. name so yeah not not a big thing. So honestly, you know, I yeah, do I do those for people, but most of the time I try to convince people they can do them on their own because I'm like you, you really, really can. You really don't need to pay yeah. me for my time to do this. You know, there are yeah, other areas. It's now true. the caveat to that is you have a partner. If you have other people you're doing with it or like best friends, mm-hmm. then I highly suggest that you get someone to help you with like a founders agreement or operating mm-hmm. agreement. They're kind of called the same thing, but mm-hmm. partnership agreement because that now we're talking about we're creating stuff together. We're both putting resources in. Right. How, what is that going to look like? Who owns those? What if one of us wants to leave or mm-hmm. sell? Mm-hmm. Can uh, can one of us do and be in the same business? You know, these these can turn into very messy business divorces without right. your business prenup, which is what this, this document is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Really good advice. Something to think about because some of you might be wanting to do something and it's really all you, but if you are entering into something with anyone else, mm-hmm. get your ducks in a row. Protect yourself for later. It just can get really just ugly and messy. Just put it on paper. And I yeah. have a podcast episode that's all about this on my podcast, Creative Council. It's number 45 and it's everything to do about partnerships. And Perfect. I walk you through 
everything from the cool, cute vision storyboarding that you might do at a hotel together, you know, yeah. to like, let's talk about, you know, non-competes and what's that going right, to look what like. what that looks like. Because guess what? Those conversations are, you know, can be awkward, but make them awkward during your exciting honeymoon stage. Right. Yeah. Um, totally instead true. of when you're like going gangbusters awesome. Yeah. Um, and now it's getting tense or like dumpster fire. You know, either yeah. way, those those conversations are only going to get harder. Yeah. Well, good and point. you shouldn't be embarrassed to to bring that up. Those no. those kinds of things, if you are entering into a partnership, are necessary to talk about, and you have to be able to talk about them. Otherwise, the partnership's not going to work. So you really can't be afraid of offending, and and you're doing it for your protection just as much as you want to do it for their protection. Right. Um. And if mm-hmm. if you care about each other, it really is the right thing. That's to do. open communication 101 too. Yeah. Right. We yeah. see that in a marriage. We see that in a in a, totally. in a family relationships. Like it's really important just to keep that dialogue open. And so exactly. it is coming from a place mm-hmm. of love. If you sweep things under the carpet and don't address them, then it's it there's some risks then you're gonna have a dumpster fire and and if you're doing something with your with your spouse now i know a lot of people are like well i don't need an operating degree with my spouse and you may not you know if that's that's fine you know but um i would suggest though is writing out some delineation of roles and responsibilities expectations my clients who are in like married duos you know where maybe the wife started the business it started going husband came on a coo i see that a lot Hmm. in my clients it's kind of the evolution of their brand and their Hmm. business um the ones that have said that it's what's worked for them are when they are careful and and have lanes but if you have you know, overlapping and touch points on all the things, then now all you get is to have more and more things to have conflict and right. micromanaging on and you are you are cruising for a bruising, okay? Yeah, in your marriage, you know. Mm. So you really need to look at, okay, what do you like doing? What am I? And not say that that's going to shift and, and evolve strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. So really get out and have, you know, split that table down the center and say, what are you going to manage? What am I going to manage? And mm-hmm. when are we going to check in on these things? When do we make group decisions? And when do we just go forward and with purpose, you know? Really right. smart. So yeah. smart. So important to think through that. What else? What is some of your other kind of 101 getting started? Yeah, advice? kind of the second group I would say is protect the revenue stream, which is, you know, is, is a, it, it sounds like, you know, big area. But for people, so if you're in a service-based business, meaning the way you make your money is you do something for other people, then that means like your client service agreement or the contracts that you have with people who hire you is, is probably your most important thing. And I see mm-hmm. that as if you don't have a solid agreement like that, that really is crystal clear about what you do, what you don't do, which is almost just more important. Um, right. How you're getting paid, what happens if people are late, what happens if, you know, you're an interior designer and they don't finish their questionnaire or they're taking too long and now you're, you're bumping up to another project timeline. Like, all that stuff needs to be talked about, you know. And mm-hmm. I see that if you can have a good, clear contract, and this is usually an evolving document for people, but you right. start out with something strong, um, then it lets you head off so much client conflict, you know, and it lets you feel really professional and confident that when you push that send button, you know what you stand for. This matches the way that I run my business and who I am. And it's all congruent and consistent. You know, I don't say one thing here and then I send this contract off that's like, wait, who is this? And what does this say? You know? And that feels really good. Yeah. You can sleep better at night, I think, with those things in place. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's why, I mean, I sell these in like my template shop because not everyone needs custom one of these drafted, especially when they're getting started. They just need like a client service agreement, you know, that talks about intellectual property and payment and, you know, the biggies. And, hit the ground running, you know, and just, but make sure you're using that and, and your clients will appreciate, you'll appreciate it. You'll have mm-hmm. something on paper and I promise you that you will be <laughs> grateful and you won't have, you know, as many, I'm not just saying you're not going to have any issues, but your issues and conflict and stress is going to just, you know, plummet 
in this area. That's yeah. one thing, Brittany, that I love that you do. So my first experience with Brittany um, is when I, I actually purchased a course about how to be like a good influencer. And Brittany was there kind is of... Is that the name of the course? Just so it's people called, know. It's called Allison Show. It's, yeah, so it's, it's called um, um, Guide to Influencer Marketing. Yeah, yeah. Or right? something mm-hmm. like Which that. Which is from Allison, Allison Faulkner. Yeah. yeah, and you can, you can find Allison's her. through Allison's Brand School. I think it's at, yes. um, yeah, at Allison's Brand School. And it was awesome. And I love that you have those templates. So it's almost like empowering um, to be able to look at the template in in and understand it better like it's not right. like we're just saying okay fix our problems but like no literally it puts you in the driver's seat yeah okay so i'm trying to look on your instagram because i know it's what is where is where can they find out about so that it's those creative are, yeah it's creativecontracts.co creative contracts is where it's my little shop is my shopify store yeah. i sell my templates and i because of that education and mm-hmm. empowering my people and my creatives yes. and especially all my women almost all my clients are women that i serve is so mm-hmm. important I do like instruction training that's like a video. So when you buy one of my things, there's a little video that comes with that pops up and it's me in my corner. You looking all flow, cute. Looking all cute. Um, you know, recorded late at night with my ring light, you know, giving me yeah. my halo <laughs> artificial glow. And I'm walking you through. Okay, let's talk about paragraph A. Do you need this or do you not? Let's talk about payment. These are maybe some different options of the ways you can get paid because there's not a one fits all, you know? Mm-hmm. And because yes. my goal is that every time you do that or you interact with this, you will feel more confident that you know what you're talking about and you know what these words mean and yeah. that you don't have to run like or push send and be like, oh, you know, did I did did hope right. for the yeah. best that, so like, yeah, you feel like you're better able because then you're able to better negotiate for yourself and mm-hmm. advocate and raise your prices when you need to with confidence um, and tell people when they want that special deal, you know, no, because I'm running a business and yeah. here's my calendar if you'd like to book me and period. And you just end the conversation right there. Non-apologetically. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. You don't have to apologize for any of it. What's your advice um, in naming a product or business or brand? Ooh, or Because uh, I oh, have my question. own thoughts on that, but yours are more important. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's a delicate balance because um, I know a lot of times for marketing purposes, you're wanting to you know describe and make it easy for people to understand what do you do? Searchability. Exactly. Yeah, right. Searchability, yeah. SEO. I mean, that's the world we live in. From a trademark legal perspective, you actually want something that doesn't describe what you do if it's too descriptive if you want to launch a pizza store and you call it the pizza shop people know obviously what you sell but you cannot trademark that because it's too common yeah trademark law says well if people are going to describe their pizza shop they're going to have to use those words so we we can't give you the rights to just lock away those words from everyone else that's not fair we Mm got to play fair here Mm -hmm. so what you want is a nice balance somewhere in the middle of that continuum that's maybe evocative creative has some words that maybe have people think about what you do but that is not describing so you know really good brand names think about lyft l-y-f-t you think about grabbing a lyft a taxi but that's not what they named it you know they played around with the spelling so made up words are the strongest trademarks Mm. hands down so if you can create a made up word then Mm -hmm. obviously no one else is probably using it you're going to be good Exxon, Kinko's. Exactly. Xerox. Xerox. Mm -hmm. Vivint. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All the second greatest are ones that don't actually have to do with what they're selling. Apple computers. Mm-hmm. Apples have no- Titan alarm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just for example. But, but Titans evoke being strong, <laughs> yes. and so you get those yes. connotations, which are good. That's kind of part mm-hmm. what your brand messaging is. Yeah, but it's not exactly saying what it is. Right. So, so yeah, there is you know try to unleash some creativity in that. And there's some cool online tools that you can use. Like there's Portmanteau and a couple other ones. Use a thesaurus. You know, talk to people about what do you think about and yeah. think about those names that they're using. Describe what you want to do. Um, and those will usually come up with better trademarkable names. Yeah. So 
make something up. Yeah, what? Make something like up. Movara. We oh. talk about Movara. Oh, Movara yeah. is a made yeah, up word. It is made yeah. up. In, in the tech world, I mean, almost all of those are made up words. And it's because they really want strong trademarks. That's an important part of it. And mm-hmm. yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I, I tend to see sometimes with more creative businesses or ones that are like, I started from home and then I evolved that they're more descriptive or I yes. really, I like this name. And um, I, I get this question a lot of like, well, I got the domain or I got the social media handles. I'm good. Unfortunately, not. That's not the case. So not to speak the case. to that. Speak yeah. to that because so, that could be a misunderstanding. Yeah, it could be a big misunderstanding. And I've seen people spend thousands of dollars on a domain, and they're like, "Oh, I got the domain," and I'm like, "Is it trademark? Is it, trademark? Is it yeah. available?" Um, they're like, "What? Say, come again?" Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. the 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 basic search that you can do is do a really thorough Google search for whatever you're interested in, like way past the first page, like, you know, dig yeah. in here, mm. you, know, you know, go get some ice cream and like keep on going, <laughs> keep on scrolling. I love um, that she loves yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, my second is to go on the trademark database. It's called like the trademark search system. Is it ghetto nineties and old and frustrating? Yes, it's exactly. It's all these things. It's right. a government website, you <laughs> yeah. know, what did you expect? Um, but, um, <laughs> but it still will give you a good search result. Now keep in mind, it's like an exact search database. So if you, search for like starbucks with a bunch of s's it's going to say zero results but i do not advocate starting and launching your coffee brand under starbucks so <laughs> right. with a lot of s's you're gonna end. look so, like a fool a so you know play around with the plurality with the spelling mm-hmm. like think outside like how else would someone like yeah. split these into two words you know um and if you really want you know hire someone like me who will do a trademark search clearance yeah. for you um, before you start investing other money into your branding domain name and building, you know, around this, yeah. you know, this little real estate. Yeah. So I was really intentional naming my business my name. I was super intentional because I, you know, looked at brands like Charles Schwab or Martha Stewart. Right. And I was thinking, you know, how beautiful is that generic idea, that concept of being able to say, I'm not going to describe to you with my company name anything about what I do because it's probably going to change anyway. And that mm-hmm. was that was foresight that I didn't even appreciate yeah, that I had. Sure. I knew that I, that's why I was doing it. But I now I'm like, thank goodness I didn't like name my company Project Life, for example. Like right. that's a brand and we trademarked it yeah. and all of that. Right. I would love your honest, don't worry about hurting my feelings. I, I This is all to serve the listener. I would yeah. love your honest feedback on those who are considering the idea of naming their company, their LLC, their name. Their name and going forward with that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea, in especially in certain spaces. Obviously, we see it a lot in fashion. You mm-hmm. know, we see it a lot in... Um, and sometimes like personal services, you know, mm-hmm. that have to do like I'm it's a coaching service or something else right. like it's, you know, it's a brand that do that. I think if that you have to be comfortable putting in some good marketing heft behind building your personal brand because yeah. people are going to want to know, OK, so that's, you know, Becky Higgins. But what does that mean? Right. You know, and what what does it mean when I'm buying a Becky Higgins T-shirt mm-hmm. or course or going to a Becky Higgins event? So I mm-hmm. think you need to know that with that needs to come a good strategy of how what are those core messages and how are you you going to be delivering those and how, you know what's your why behind it and how are you going to be communicating that to your audience your for sure do you base? have to trademark yeah. your name you 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 i mean you don't have to because it's probably not likely someone's going to use it but you can and most people definitely do and you have to put like a disclaimer that like hey this is a, it does actually identify a particular person but like kate spade um she trademarked her name and then sold it i mean and she uh, and then started another company but right. obviously couldn't start it as Kate Spade, you know, right? Hmm. Isn't that interesting? I mean, hmm. that high, obviously highly personal brand, yeah. but she ended up selling and licensing that whole company hmm. to someone else. So I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna trademark your name, Higgins. <laughs> it's, a, it's already <laughs> trademarked, but um, thank you. Yeah. She's already taking care of it. So that was yeah. done a long and time ago. Fact, I mean, if yeah, if you like the world of licensing and partnering and thinking, well, like, I mean, I want to do that, but I don't really want to be in the t-shirt business guess what? You don't have to be in the t-shirt business. That's especially the beauty in 2020 yeah. is that you can 
build a you know a cool thing here and a you know totally. evocative a brand and then you license that that's what license means it means you sell the right to use that to someone else but to be able mm-hmm. to do that you need to have something to sell and you need to have yeah. protected it in the first place so before you try to get into licensing co-marketing joint venture any of that jazz you need really need to make sure that you've gotten your trademark and your copyrights under control so yes. as we wrap up here unfortunately because we could talk to you for such a long time <laughs> but all good things forever. must come to an end and as yeah. we wrap up like what what's like one more bit of advice that you just because you've seen so many people feel an experience pain or discomfort or whatever because of what they've been through with all of this what's more and more piece of advice you would give to our listeners yeah I think it's really just to be confident which I think I'm sure sounds funny coming from someone who's an attorney because you know most people think well you know attorneys are just fun suckers they're just bubble poppers they're going to come in and be like you can't do that um and you know yeah sometimes I do have to play that role but a lot of what I do and I think what good people in your corner should do is to say that you don't have to have this all figured out um just because you don't have the degrees, the initials, the so-called credentials, um, doesn't mean that you can't move forward. Um, there's no special club of people where they're giving out the information about this that you aren't part of. Mm-hmm. And I see that with people thinking of, of like, I, am I doing this right? Am I missing that? And I'm like, what if there is no way that you're to do this right? Just try that on for a little bit. What if there's lots of roads that lead to Oz? Um, And how Mm -hmm. freeing that may be that your path may be up and down and circular and you may pivot. And I, I, you know, I ordered a bunch of these, didn't sell any of them. But, you know, how much do you learn from failure versus success? I mean, we usually learn very little from successes and when things go great. But how much do we learn not only about what we want to offer, but about ourselves? And if you can enjoy that process and do it confidently and hold your head high to your people that you love and the people that maybe don't love you and maybe waiting to call you out and be haters because they exist anytime you put yourself out in the arena you know you're gonna get that but oh well you know I'd, I'd, I'd rather still be in the arena doing things you know to be on the sidelines and be stuck in fear and to think that oh what what are people gonna think what are people in my ward gonna think or my family when I start doing this and Perfect. Oh, well. Perfect. Such and really, isn't solid that the advice. point at the end of the day is if you're feeling the nudge to build something, build it. And do don't build it for other thing. people. Do the thing mm-hmm. yeah. because it benefits you. It benefits who you are. And that, my friends, is where the magic happens. It sure is. Brittany, where can people find you online and connect with you and maybe even hire you for their for service? Yeah, if they need me. Um, yeah, they can find me on uh, at Brittany Rattel on Instagram. I'm really active on Instagram because mm-hmm. I want to be where the people are, like Ariel and my creatives are on. so much. They Brittany. are on Instagram, so I am on there too. You can also find me at BrittanyRattel.com. And then, as I said, I have a podcast too because I understand mm-hmm. my people are really busy. Yes. Um, but if they want to learn about growing a creative business, what that looks like, the back cool side of founder stories and whatnot, you can find that at Creative Council on all the podcast places. Oh, I love it. I'm so glad that you have a podcast because this is something that busy, busy women can listen to while they're doing all the the other things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thanks for going to law school, Brandon. Yeah, (laughs) thanks for taking the heat for the rest of us. Thank you for coming on the show and for sharing your voice and adding to this conversation. We just love you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you to Becky so much. Such a pleasure. Well, and friends, thank you for carving out the time to listen and for joining us in this continued conversation about cultivating a good life. Nothing we have said is more important than the specific things you have felt that are more personal for you. We invite you to write down those promptings you feel and most importantly, act on them. We love you. We're cheering you on. Brittany's cheering you on. And we look forward to being with you next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Tell her like how jumpsuit today. Great you look know. gorgeous. I it like looks like me. Like, thank you very much. So, my they go to Treehouse with my sister in law. She teaches at Treehouse, so she knows like all the people there. What? Uh, I know she teaches Pilates and like P90X. She's one of those like tiny little fitness buffs who. Mm. You know, good for her. Drops her baby and is out doing squats like good for her. 90 seconds later. So. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's how I'm it just going to say so. good for her. Yeah, I will say good for her. You know?